What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the To The Wheels Fall Off Podcast. I am your host, Candace, also known as Spice from Spice Life TV, and this is my beautiful husband and co-host, Creed. What up, world? This is the podcast where we learn, discuss, and empower relationships and reintegration. And why is that, babe? Because I was incarcerated for 23 and a half years for a crime I didn't commit. And while there was numerous trials throughout this process, me and this woman has been together throughout this whole journey, fighting for love, fighting for justice, and fighting for such successful reintegration. And we're just here to share our experiences with you guys in hopes that you don't feel alone, but then also to show you what real empowered black love looks like. Because we are going to do this until the wheels fall off. So until then, we want y'all to come with us. Absolutely. You ready? Let's roll. Let's go. So today we are starting this podcast off with our new segment that's actually got some real uh, steam behind it. Oh boy. It's called the ice grill segment. And that's where y'all get to grill us, ask Mm -hmm. us questions, find out what you've been wanting to know. One from the uh, a loyal listener to the show and a personal close friend of mine that's from our My Girl Skills. And one of her questions was specifically for you. So I'm going to ask you this question. And she wanted to know how much time is spent in a small cell? Mm. Well, doing time, it varies. So when you're incarcerated, depending on the amount of your custody level, whether you're in maximum, medium, or minimum custody, that that would be the turn on how much time you're spending inside of an incarcerated cell. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is usually when you're in a maximum security prison, you're going to spend at least, I'm going to say at least 16 hours a day in the cell. You and know? you come out to do and, what? And you only come out to, you come out to eat, you have three to four hours a day of rec recreation and maybe an hour at night of day room. At the very most. And don't they like rotate your shower days or do you get them every day? No, when you're incarcerated, you get them every day. The only time you don't get showers every day is when you're in the shoe, which is the okay. hole. Got it. And that's every other day. And so then after you're from maximum security, you go to? You go to medium. And so medium and minimum kind of, they, they mirror each other. The only difference between those two is that there's a lot more activities and, and things that you can do that, that are uh, outside of the prison scope, whether it be education, uh, family involvement and stuff like that. That is usually when you get more time to do that in medium and minimum. But as far as rec time, it's usually about the same. What's the same? Oh, sorry about that. Uh, usually all day. So you can go three hours in the morning, three hours in the afternoon, three hours at night. Okay. You can be out you can be out in the yard or day room or gym. So, I mean, really, when when you're incarcerated and you're doing maximum security time, you're in you're in the cell most of the time, which is celly. And y'all either watching TV or the only time you're coming out is going to school. But as far as recreation, you are stuck in the room all the time. You're going to look at them bars. You're going to look at them walls. You're going to be stuck with yourself. And ladies, that's why you're getting all them love letters when they be telling you mm-hmm. all their heart and they just be telling you these romantic words. And it just sounds like music that's just coming out of their mouth. It's because they ain't got nothing else to do. And they love you. <laughs> and they love you. All right? <laughs> but at the same time, that's true. You know, a lot of times guys get in there and, and they're with themselves and they they're there to express themselves because of lack of activity and they're they're actually a lot more communicative than they are when they get to other institutions is what i found mm-hmm. and when guys start having yard time and gym time and all that they they stop them letters stop mm-hmm. you know did you experience that yeah but i was okay with that because you used to write me to death yeah i used to, I used to get out <laughs> and uh, i wasn't mad about the letters i was uh, mad because he would require a letter back response i don't have time for that 
Yeah, yeah. You were living life. You were living life. But I wanted to hear from you, though. He did. Yeah. And, you know, I thought I was being cute. But one time he was just writing me, writing me, writing me. And I didn't have the time or all these things to say. So I was like, oh, let me just start sending him the words to the songs I'm listening to because... I'm thinking about him and now he can hear this song because, you know, he did, he wouldn't be able to hear the songs. So I would send him the words, girl, talk about getting cussed out. Yeah, I flashed. I was he tripping. flipped his, he lost his mind because I sent him some letters or I sent him some, um, what is it? It was a music, it was a song. I think it was a Beyonce song. It was words. lyrics and I felt it deep too. <laughs> and I even wrote on the side like little stuff around it. He was like, this is some bull. To my defense though, <laughs> to my defense, even though I was wrong for flashing like that, to my defense, I was in the hole at he the was, time and I, I needed know. I needed correspondence. He was hitting me up every day, two, sometimes two times a day. I'm getting letters, letter, letters because you know, when you're in the hole, you really ain't got nothing to mm-hmm. do. So he was hitting me up. I was in grad school and working and he was wanting these letters back. Y'all and I'd be like, did? hi, babe. Love you, too. Talk to you soon. Trying to like, I didn't have a whole lot to say. Yeah, I get it. And you know what she did for me, y'all? <laughs> she got so tired of me writing and respecting them letters back. She went and got me a newspaper subscription. So I had something to read at night. Because your girl needed some reprieve. <laughs> like, we cannot do this like this. And we, you did that. That stint was how long? Uh, That was a year. You were, That was in the whole year. Was it a year? Yeah, that was a year. That one, yeah. So to answer your question, when you first go to prison, you do intake, all right? The only time you come out is for meals and one one hour a yard a day. But once you get to your institution from intake, nine times out of 10, you're gonna start at a maximum security institution. You're gonna be in there for, like I said, all day unless you're going to education or you're going to yard three hours a day. Mm-hmm. Once you graduate from maximum to medium and minimum, you get yard in three hours in the morning, three hours in the afternoon and three hours at night and whatever education you're getting. And so nine times out of 10, the only time you're in the cell is in between meals, you're, you're, you're stuck in the cell and during counts. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the guys try to get to them medium and minimum institutions, but here's the thing. Once you're in a medium and minimum institution, you got more freedom. A lot of times more freedom, guys get in trouble. So what happens? You get in trouble with the medium and minimum institutions and you get sent back to max. And a lot of guys can't handle going back to Max when they ain't had a taste of that that little freedom. You never went back to Max after you got out. I was done with that. Yeah. Did you you lose custody ever? I don't think you did. I never lost custody. Once I I did five years in Max and then I went to medium. At the time I went to medium because of the the seriousness of my crime, I could only go to medium. Right. I remember that. I could only go to medium. Because it was a while before they would even let you be considered for minimum because of how much time you had. Because how much time I had, the seriousness of the crime. What happened was prisons was overcrowding and they had to get some of us out of the maximums and them high security mediums. And they was like, y'all just, if you're good, Mm -hmm. you're not getting infractions, you can go to minimum. Yeah. But I never lost custody. That's good. No, he never lost custody. There was some whole stints. No whole, was there... Were any of the holes your fault? No, both of them was unjustified. I, I did two. That. I did two solitary confinement stints. Uh, one of them was a year, and the other one was seven months. Yeah, well, that's a whole episode in itself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so thanks for the questions, Sarah. Please keep them coming. You mm-hmm. actually, she has some more. We'll do those because um, I, I want to make sure we get to them. Mm-hmm. But we have a few other ladies that have sent some questions in too. And we appreciate that, y'all. So keep the questions coming because we want to make sure we give you a good answer mm-hmm. um, and really just, you know, get that information out there. Yeah, you ask us something, we're going to keep it funky. We're going to give you the real. Because it's Friday or what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <That> too. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the next segment. So the next segment we're going to do is the highlights and heartbreaks. Oh, boy. And it was your girl's birthday. 
boy. Oh boy. Yes, sir. I just had a wonderful birthday. Just turned 42. She fine, ain't she? I mean, yeah, she is. Yeah, tell the truth. She's fine. She is. Um, but also, I just realized, according to my poll on Instagram, is that we are considered middle age. You are considered middle age. Rude. Nobody asked for that. But don't matter, though. 40 is the new 30, even if it is considered middle age. And I that's... guess, because I sure don't feel 40. I don't feel middle age, that's for sure. And really, honestly, I get. I think part of it is because I ain't had no babies. Because I just don't feel old enough to be considered middle age. And when I used to think that or when someone says, oh, she's a middle aged woman, she ain't talking about me. <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I think a big reason why we don't feel that way at our age is because we don't look like people our, like true. our parents looked at this age that is back true. in the day. That is like, true. 40 looks a lot better than it did back in the day. I was telling my brother that Carl Winslow. Family Matters. From Family Matters. You remember Carl Winslow? When that show started, his character was a 36-year-old man. He was 36-year-old man with the cul-de-sac. And the little sideburns, you know what I'm saying? Tucked everything in. You know, in, the tuck. Rolled the his sleeves in. in. Yeah. In the 90s, now every dad, every black dad tucked his shirt. That is crazy. With his belt. That is crazy. When <laughs> I heard when I heard that, I kind of that kind of broke my heart right? a little bit. I was, I was like, like, like that's 36? Damn. Yeah, we've definitely improved with how we've got these ages looking. 100%. So anyway, I had a beautiful birthday. Mm-hmm. Mostly in part because of you. So I want to say thank you for my birthday. So y'all, babe, hooked your girl up. He got me a beautiful gift, which I've become a I've become a sneakerhead somehow. Mm-hmm. Who am I? I'm wearing sneakers now. Yeah. But he bought me these dope Jordans that are like I hadn't even seen them before, and they got a little leopard print on them. They're really cute. And then y'all. He sent your girl to the spa. <laughs> and not just any spa. He sent me to the naked spa. Tell him about it. I was naked mm-hmm. in the spa with every other woman in there. It was naked too. Mm-hmm. So I was a little apprehensive at first because I wasn't, I, I just, I like to be naked at my house, but I don't be naked in front of folks. I'm really proud of you for doing that. I was like, you know what? Because at first I thought, I don't even want to do that. And I thought maybe I just have them. Broke my heart at first, y'all, I, when I, I told you. No naked spa, because I thought I don't know. I just felt like I don't want everybody just staring at me. But when you get in there, you first get in there, and of course you do see a titty or two, just a flopping, because it's just titties. That's what they do. But you're not. You realize how quickly you're not interested in seeing everybody's titties, and then you realize that they ain't interested in seeing yours. But I will tell you, it's all kind of titties in there. I've seen titties I ain't never, kind of titties I ain't never seen before. So, <laughs> How in the world is there a titty you ain't never seen before? Babe, they be all, they're just all different. Yeah. I mean, we know that, but I don't, you don't have, I mean, I'm not sleeping with women, right, so it's right, not like right. I've seen just an array of titties before. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. There was lots of titties in there. But I will say, this is one moment where I felt like, okay, I'm here. This is where I'm at. I was in the hot tub because they have all these different steaming pools you can sit in. Mm-hmm. In the hot tub with this group of ladies, they were on their side, I was over here. And I was just enjoying myself. Put my arms back, lean back, close my eyes. I'm just having a time. And then I woke, I like kind of opened my eyes and I catch in my peripheral. They're just bobbing. Just a bobbing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> on top of the water. <laughs> and I wanted, my first inclination was to be like, oh, and put them back down. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I was going to do that, I just happened to look over to see like, oh my God, did they see it? 
every one of them was bobbing too. We were just a titty bobbing in that water. That's what's I up. was like, this is, I'm supposed to be here. That's what's this up. This is my place. I had a great time. They took me to the, um, the scrub room. I got a, a body scrub and a moisturizing treatment. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, they just took us in this room and slapped us on these beds. There was When I walked in, there was already multiple women just naked on beds. Mm-hmm. And it was not like a spa where they're just trying to make it feel all tranquil. No, all you heard was smacking, scrubbing, water splashing. Psh. I mean, it was very intense. Really? And they got the job done. Really? I mean, I was scrubbed. She turned me to the side, <laughs> had me to put my leg up so she could just ever so slightly. I mean, I was clean mm-hmm. from everything. Mm-hmm. Everything was clean. And I was like, okay, this was different. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's what's up. Let me ask you something. Can I ask you something Go about for that? It. What did it do? What did that spot treatment do for your mental, like, oh, relaxing my wise? Gosh. Because tell the sisters how much they need to do this. Which, y'all, it was so nice because I was there by myself, but it was so nice seeing there was a few little clusters of sisters there, like in their little sister group. Mm-hmm. And they were over just having a good old time. And I kept being like, can I come see what you're Because <laughs> they were having a good time. But when I tell you, like, the, it was very simple on um, where they have you when you're not in the pools. There's like different rooms that you can lay in. They're hot and steamy or hot and dry or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they just have like every, all the floor surfaces are just warm and you, people just get towels and lay on the floor and kind of take naps or read a book or whatever. And there was a line of us that were on the floor knocked. I mean, one lady was, she was calling hogs, snoring so loud. Mm-hmm. And everybody was just like, she was loud. But everybody could just realize, like, this woman needs that. Mm-hmm. She needs this rest. And they just let her have it. It was it was just nice. Yeah. And I fell asleep a couple times. Mind you, when you're laying on the uh, mat, when you're not in the pool, you're not naked anymore. They give you a, a bathrobe. Mm-hmm. So you're not just laying there, you know, spread eagle. But the relaxation was so deep. And I was surprised at how relaxed I got in front of all these strangers and didn't even care who what they were doing. Like, I was in my own zone. Just enjoying it. And they put it down. You, I love was, that for you. That was great. I will definitely be going back. Seriously. I love that for y'all. I I couldn't I couldn't be more proud of that situation. Seriously. You did a good job. Well, thank you. I really appreciated it. Thank it you. It was really nice. I mean, that could definitely be a tradition. I was a little stressed out about it because you know me, I don't believe on in internet pictures and all that type of stuff as far as description of places. Yeah. I wanted to go see it, but because it's an all women's spa, <laughs> I couldn't go back go there. I just wanted <laughs> to see what type of room he was gonna be in, if it was comparable, if it was clean, that type of thing. Clean. Yeah, yeah, and so I wasn't able to, so I had to just go with the pictures, and I was stressed out about it. Until no, it was nice. Till you came back, I've known about it for years. My family members go. I just never thought that was going to be my thing, but it's totally going to be my thing. So that's what's up. So that was one part of my birthday, and <laughs> then you know I have my guys that love your girl, and they really showed up and showed out for your girl, especially my boy HB. Actually, I got a couple of real uh, special shout outs. Um, I always have Rick Rock. He always makes sure that he is one of the first to wish me a happy birthday. And for Mm -hmm. that, Rick, I love you always. He's like my lovely big brother that is just, I just love him to death. Yeah, it's Dick Johnson. That's my guy. (laughs) That's my guy. Oh, Rick Rock. Um, So thank you for that. And then I got serenaded. My boy Chuck, big Chuck. Yeah. He was singing. he sang a happy birthday song over a, he put it over an old Negro spiritual, but it was beautiful. And he didn't, he didn't flub one line. He did it and he was singing from his heart. And I was just <laughs> like, ah, 
<laughs> it was so nice. I loved it. That was so dope. Yeah, that was dope. I mean, for someone to take their time out and put words to anything just to make you smile and feel good, like that just that always mm-hmm. makes your girl feel good. Mm-hmm. But I have to give, I think, the the MVP goes to my boy HB. Why did you say that? Because he's gonna <laughs> see this. And he's gonna know. He's gonna. I gotta give my boy some credit because uh, he really went hard for your girl this year. That's my guy. So you know, he sends me. He was like, he called me and then was like, "You gotta check your mail." So I already knew he was sending me some mess because mm-hmm. he was way too excited. So I get the mail on my birthday, and it comes up. I get the little card or the little note. It says, "You know, this picture is fly AF." If it's too much, send it back. If it's not, put it in a frame and hang it in Pook's man cave. <laughs> Happy C day. Okay, so then I open. I'm like, picture. Well, then I open and I see that there's a card. This is cute card. It says, Happy birthday. And when I open inside, he had all the boys write little messages for me. Yeah, it was no so sweet. And no they doubt. signed it and they said little nice things to me. It was so sweet. That was, that's dope. I love it. I'm going to give them a shout out. Okay. So, of course, we got HB. He he hooked it up. And then Chuck, again, he wrote in here for your girl, D Handsome. D motherfucking handsome. D motherfucking handsome. Uh, we got Dub, we got Jay Menace, and Romy Rome. Mm-hmm. All of them wish your girl the happiest birthday. And this just made me smile so much. They was talking a little shit in here, too. Yeah, it was good. Sure. It for was sure. good. Yeah, I, I remember that. This was such a nostalgic, like, <clears throat> warmth for me because Wabe was in every year I would get a card like this. And mm-hmm. the people he was cool with would always write in there for me. And, of course, I haven't had anything like that for since he's been home. Mm-hmm. So, for HP to do that... And for these guys, some of them I've never actually met. They just know me through knowing we're together. And they still shouted your girl out. And the cool part about it is, I'm going to tell you right now, so everybody sweet, who y'all. signed that card is not in the same unit. So it's work to take that card around and get signatures. He got to take it to the yard. He got to take it. He got to sneak it to the, to the chow hall and let uh, them sign HB, it. He did his thing. He did his thing. He did. I'm me and you must never part. Mm-hmm. My key dot dot. Oh, my God. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> okay, so then, y'all, I gotta do this because this is just my boy and this is just how he is, so I need y'all to see. Remember when he said, if the picture is, it, uh, you know, this pic- picture is fly AF? Normally, mm-hmm. they'll send you a picture, like a Polaroid. Oh, no. no not <laughs> Why would he bro. do that? Mm-hmm. Mind you, he's my fellow Leo, so you know, the Leo energy is out of control. <laughs> your boy sent your girl damn near a life size, a life size portrait. Look at Not this with woman. the look to the side, but the look off. Look at this. Woman. Not with the look off and the tight white tee. This is the only time I allow a man to send a picture to my wife because that was when we pulled that out. <laughs> that was the funniest I and most and, and most <laughs> and most love signature I ever He's seen. He's so dope for that. Like yeah, I, you know, he was feeling it. Yeah. You should too. Go That's ahead, HB. Do your thing, buddy. Yeah, I ain't mad at you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank buddy. you so much, you guys, for making my birthday special. I really, I ain't really appreciate no that. Huh? I said I ain't blowing them no I'll kids. I'll blow you but too. Mwah, mwah, mwah. You. Y'all are dope. That yeah. my people for real. I love y'all. That was filthy. All right, babe. So, did you want to share any highlight or heartbreaks this week? I can say. I mean, yeah. I, my highlight was associated with your birthday for a couple of reasons. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, let me tell y'all something. Back in the day when I was incarcerated, you know, baby always wanted some Jordans and I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? She couldn't necessarily buy Jordans and stuff back then because she was, 
She was making sure she took care of me, taking care of herself. She was she was just going above and beyond. And so I remember there was one instance where I saved up and saved up mm. and saved up to buy some J's, right? And while so he was in there, y'all. While I'm in the joint, I'm I'm doing everything I can to call these companies. I'm spending money I don't got to call these companies to get the Jordans, to get them shipped. Yeah. Get them to agree to take the money off my books and prison and all you know, that. Because you know, didn't want you to pay with a debit card. Yeah, it's a whole process, right? So I finally found somebody. And he to didn't do want it. me to know anything about this, so yeah. I don't know. He's doing all this, so he's going all this yeah. the hard way. She wasn't involved, and so finally mm-hmm. found a company that assured me that you know what I'm saying I was gonna get some good Jordans and whatnot. And they ended up being some fake Jordans. I got got. They for got my months baby. and months and months of saving a check for making 42 cents an hour. So, babe, explain, break that down. You <laughs> made 42 cents an hour. Mind you, whatever he earned, they took they took more than 50% half. of what he earned. Yeah. So you're only making 42 cents an hour. The most you ever earned a month was what at that time? Oh, man, probably about, probably, I mean, honestly, 17, 18 bucks. A month, y'all. Yeah, 17, 18 months, bucks. And normally he has to get his like um, hygiene stuff or any extra food, anything like that with that money, because mm-hmm. that's how he like supplements his the, his lifestyle. Yeah. So he was scrimping. I don't know how long that took. Oh, my God. That makes it took a while. But I mean, I'm not that that, I'm not I'm not trying to turn that into a story. I'm just saying that to say they sent me a fake pair of Jordans to my baby. Right. And. I think your partner ended up telling you that they was, yeah. Because I didn't really know that, I didn't know that there was even a thing like that. And I never seen them before they got sent to it. So I'm seeing the shoes and I, they look dope. So I'm like, ah! So I go to my boy, Ben, and I want him. Why he had to tell me? Because he was like, <laughs> I was like, check out my shoes. He was like, my girl, you got, who gave me these? I was like, my man gave me these. He was, and he knew where you were. So he was like, how do you do that? And I was like, he worked so hard. And he looked, he was looking at him and he was like, yeah, they they cute. They're close. And I was like, <laughs> close to what? He was like, they're not real. Yeah. I was like, they're not. My stomach hurt so bad because I did not want to have to tell Babe. I knew he worked so hard for that. Yeah. But so, I, did, I wanted you to tell me. But I, yeah, that was that was an experience. I didn't though. even sleep that night because I knew I was going to tell him that. And I didn't want to break his heart. And I was devastated. Plus, then I was like, I had worn the shoes because I didn't know. Once you know you got on fake shoes, you can't wear nah, fake Jordans. Not Jordans. Oh, and you know the other thing? I remember this. You remember when we, the first time I warmed up to the trip, up to visit, mm-hmm. and you went to Furious and was like, ah, I got her the J's. I remember Furious looking at my shoe funny. And really? I don't, yes, because remember, he always had J's. Mm-hmm. And I think right then he knew, but didn't yeah, yeah. want to say anything. It's possible. He never said nothing to me. Because but... what happened was, if you look at it, the, the, the jump man, he got a big old basketball and he had a big old left foot. I, you know what? I still I don't think I I still haven't seen them. I don't even want to look at them. That's I know probably I why. kept them for him, but yeah. But I need to I need to see them. I need to see that because that's, gonna, that's like gonna make me laugh. <laughs> but I'm saying that to say, y'all, she had wanted some George for a while, and I finally was I felt like I was able to get her some. So now I'm out here on the streets, and she's been wanting for years, and she neglected she was neglected of them because she was taking care of me and taking care of herself and doing everything responsible. For all those years you was riding with me. So I want to make sure she has her J collection, right? So I'm going to be responsible for that. So since I've been home, I done bought her a few pair. And I think I got you some last year for your birthday. You and did. I and I told you that I was said, my first pair. I, 
Wasn't was it? it? Yeah, last year's birthday yeah, was yeah. my first pair. Yeah. And then I got four. Yeah, and so uh, <laughs> I just want to make I want to keep her in, but at the same time, um, these ones I got was a little bit different. They deviated from the usual style because I usually get her the, the 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 couple colors, you know, like the red and black, the blue and black, that type of thing. And these ones is a little bit more exotic, and I didn't know if you was gonna like them. When you open up that box in your face said that you liked them that was the highlight of my year so far it really was because Mm -hmm. that's what i think about i think about the old jordan story and when you didn't get when you got the fake pair so now when i give you some and you actually like them and then and every time i give you some you'd be like i got two pair now i got three pair now (laughs) i got four pair now like you like you you building it up so Mm -hmm. i was real proud to give you that and your and your spa day because babe not only this year, but just since I've been home, I know you've been stressed out because you do a lot still, mm-hmm. you know? And me being home, I haven't been able to necessarily take the load off of you as much as I want to because I'm still trying to get reacclimated to society and whatnot. And, there's certain, and so it's a slow process, right? Mm-hmm. And so she's still having to do a lot of things that <clears throat> herself that she was doing when I was in the joint. And so to give you that spa day and just give you one day where you have to think about me you have to think about munchie you have to think about nobody no family members just you and just they don't let you, you have your phone either that yeah. was even better that's what you need more than that was really even that was even better because yeah. i really had to relax yeah that was a highlight for me it yeah was just to see you just smile like that Thanks, so babe. i appreciate you even noticing that and thinking about that oh yeah i mean i think about all the old stuff that i wasn't able to do that is that's most of my motivation is the you know you can't make up for lost time, but you can definitely make amends for some of the things you weren't able to do. You know, yeah. so that's what we're trying You're to do so here. Sweet. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Till the wheels fall off. Till the wheels fall off. Did you slime me? Yeah, I think you could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, babe. Let's get into this episode and tell these people what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and start it off, y'all. So you know, this is what our third episode back, mm-hmm. and we really got into this with like we're gonna be consistent we're mm-hmm. gonna we uh, we want this we're gonna put all of our hard work and effort into it and we're just gonna go because we this is it mm-hmm. i tell you since the set the taping of the second episode we have literally been under attack yeah for sure like the devil has been so busy that literally he has been trying to ruin this mm-hmm. one way or the other <laughs> One way or the other, if through us not, or through other people. Exactly. If it wasn't me and him beefing just ridiculous and for no, like, just out of the blue, mm-hmm. if it, we'll, we'll get into it. So let's just start from the beginning. All right. So we video, we we find a studio and it's a local studio. It was with a, a new comic, a newer comedy club. It's another black, um, uh, black artist. And so we were like, yeah, of course, black business. We go here. It's not, it was right down the street from our house. Mm-hmm. So y'all saw it. it. It wasn't the best background for us, but it made it, it worked. It worked. And it came with our boy Trey. Trey was our audio guy, engineer, and he was kind of helping us out. You might have seen his hand sometime. <laughs> um, but we were really starting. It was our set. You know, we'd done two episodes together and we really had started building this like rhythm and momentum. And mm-hmm. he'd given us a bunch of ideas and we were just so excited. He was going to do a photo shoot for us. And there was all these things we were working on together for us to shoot our second episode. And what, the next day? Yeah, the, the next day. I think it was the next day. No, it was it was the week, the Monday that we were supposed to go record. So we finished one episode and we were going to go the next week, getting ready to go to the next week oh, to yeah, record. Yeah, right, and he called right. us the beginning of that week and you're was right. like, yeah, so I just found out they let me go. And, I, and he didn't know why. He said that there was like 
rearranging going on and he was no longer working there. Mm-hmm. So we were like, wait, what? So does that mean no podcast, no studio? No engineer. No engineer. So that was the first big loop. Mm-hmm. We're trying to, I'm calling around, trying to find new studios. I'm seeing if he's even going to be able to work with us. We don't know what the rules are with the studio and him and all this stuff. So I'm looking for studios. And the whole time I'm looking for studios, I'm still editing. I'm staying on track with making sure that I'm trying to cut these clips so that I can make sure we have a video every day. Because, you know. We got to get in this algorithm because yeah. we want y'all to get in our content because we're trying to be like for real legitimate podcasters. Yeah, we grinding. As soon as I finished that second episode and edited it and got those clips out, I mean, I literally pushed the send on the clip. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, while I was editing, I was kind of in my feelings a little bit because it was late at night. I was editing. We both had been working all day. And then I came home and I was doing my editing thing. And he had been talking about he was going to start watching me do it so that he can learn how to do it. And I for, you weren't feeling good that week before and still kind of not feeling that great. So because we hadn't been feeling good, one of the things that ended up happening that week, not on purpose, but because of just him being sick and being the more comfortable, he slept most of the week downstairs on the couch. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really have our nighttime. We haven't really been having a whole lot of nighttime time together. Right. Plus, I think we share with y'all, we, we've both stopped smoking and we would spend, what, an hour or two a night <laughs> at least doing that together. Yeah, so sessions. it was more um, dedicated time that we would just spend together. Well, since we stopped doing that and baby been sick, of course, we both had kind of felt like, where you been? I miss you. Right, right. So... I was I was feeling away because I'm editing and he was laying over on the couch and I was like, yeah, you should come, you know, practice editing with me. And he was just like, yeah. And he literally turned his body over, turned over like he was like, I'm just going to lay here and turned over, went back to like to resting while I'm still working. Mm-hmm. So my feelings was like, oh, OK, <laughs> that's what we doing. Uh, so then what happened? So then after you got done, <clears throat> after you got done editing. Cause I was I, I you asked you said you should come over and mm-hmm. watch me edit and I was like yeah I'm just gonna lay here for about a half hour because we had just got home and then you went straight to edit and I was I had came home and did something and we, we went back out and I was tired and I was like I'm just lay here for a half hour that half hour turned to 45 minutes damn near hour I edited the whole video you got done editing the video you hit CN and then you asked me you was like so uh, what you gonna do tomorrow that's what it was you asked me what you gonna do tomorrow so okay. my plan was while I was laying there. She, you were going to do something with your business class the, the next day. Yes. And so my plan was to spend the whole day doing podcast stuff, the stuff that I didn't do that night. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to get intros. I was going to, you know what I'm saying? Get pictures out and all that stuff. I was going to get all this stuff done on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So you guys were like, what are, what are you going to do tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, first thing I'm going to do in the morning, I'm going to go uh, take the dog out, walk him, get him out the way. You know what I'm saying? Early in the morning. And then um, I'm a, and then I never even made it to that because see this is the thing with us and this has been a history of us even when we was incarcerated mm-hmm. when we don't spend time together oh, yeah. neither one of us says I miss you mm-hmm. so what ends up happening is you start feeling neglected you start feeling like you know what I'm saying like that attention isn't there right and then you start catching attitude so the littlest thing a person does. We want to snap on each other, right? So when he said he was going to take Munchie to walk at 6 a.m. on a Saturday, mind you, the reason I think I was, oh, it threw me off the, over the edge is because all week long, I have been asking him, like, let's take Munchie for a walk. We need to walk him more. Let's go together every night. Let's do it. Let's do it. 
Not one time that week did we go for a walk. So now it's Saturday morning that we ain't slept in the same bed all, all week. So now you about to sleep, be able to sleep in and that's just chill. And you want to get up at six o'clock in the morning and now you want to go walk the dog. Mm -hmm. So then, and, and he wasn't even saying like, oh yeah, do you want to go? So I just felt like he was saying, I'm walking the dog. I'm just exing you. I'm doing what I'm doing tomorrow. Like he didn't, he didn't ask me what I was doing and him making the choice to do the thing with the dog just made me feel like, oh, so he don't want me to do that. Mind Since you. I've been asking him to do it and he didn't do it. Mind you, she could have came. We never made it to that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, the way I feel like the way it was delivered, you felt like I'm going to go do something tomorrow without you. And we haven't been spending a lot of time together. And that you were not interested in spending time with me. Exactly. So that that became a problem so now she got an attitude and what happens when you get an attitude and i don't feel like i did anything for you to get attitude now i'm gonna be like what the hell is going on what's your problem mm -hmm. so then that ends up turning into something mind you what we're trying to say is as soon as mind you we blessed throughout this whole process blessed, blessed all week blessed to do our start our podcast be working together to be striving towards something together as a couple and then as soon as she pressed in it was like the devil came in like, to separate oh, yeah, everything that we've been blessed this. with because the because the <laughs> argument was silly as hell so it, silly but nobody could <clears> stop nobody can stop so that turned into a whole big thing and it actually fractured us mm -hmm. for a night in terms of neither one of us could understand each other's point neither one of us could to listen to each other we were both upset to the point where we had to separate you know, just from each other, like just I don't want to be around you. You want to be around me. You stay and upstairs, I stay down, and, or vice versa. And that's not that's just not how we get down. Like me and her is best friends, so mm -hmm. it was funny. It felt like a disappointment. Like we were disappointed in that. us. Yeah, I you came, did. I came when I was like, I think this was like the next day because we still were low key, not even really talking that much because mm -hmm. everybody was still so mad. And I just came and sat next to him without us really talking. I was like, I think we failed. You said we failed. <laughs> we failed because I realized what it was, mm -hmm. even though I still felt, you know, I felt what I felt. But the way that it, it happened, it mm -hmm. was like so clearly orchestrated against us and yeah. we just fell right into it we fell right into it and anybody who's been in a relationship has been in that argument to where you're in a full-blown heated argument and don't even know how you got there you know what i'm saying it was like you didn't even see this coming mm -hmm. like one minute we was literally like watching tv chilling you was sitting there with your feet on the ottoman i was laying on the couch and then like literally probably about 40 seconds later we was arguing that's how fast it was and in retrospect, we should have known that because when we was incarcerated, because things would happen and we, you might not be able to come see me for a few days, I mean, for a few weeks, or, mm -hmm. or I wouldn't be able to call you for a few days, or we didn't spend a lot of time because maybe you were busy and I'd be one phone call and then gone and that happened. I would feel neglected or you would feel neglected. And then the littlest thing would just make us like, nah, because yeah. it's the attention that we're missing. Exactly. And neither one of us communicates that very well no because what that means is you have to say i'm vulnerable mm -hmm. see my oops sorry hear my feelings mm -hmm. i'm they're hurt make them feel better mm -hmm. and when i'm mad or the reason i'm exhibiting that i'm mad is because that's not what i want to tell you mm -hmm. i already feel like they've been you know hurt i'm not i don't then want to naturally go and tell you you hurt my feelings right. i just that was i just i'm not wired that way mm -hmm. so it comes off a lot of times um more aggressive and like the tone behind it when really it's just like me wanting to say like why didn't you want to why didn't you and how come yeah. and i don't always know how to do that right away especially okay so this is the other thing 
like me and him try we've had these times where we all like argue or we'll, we'll try to stop a certain behavior when we're arguing we've said like okay basically our safe word this is what what i'm doing now means i just need a second mm-hmm. and we're both supposed to be like okay you get that second because we're, we're trying to help each other be better in those moments not all the time we do that mm-hmm. sometimes i feel like when um when I do have the same, the sanity to like use my word or give the thing, you're not always in that space to hear it. True. So then when you don't hear it and I've, I've done the, 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 the work. hard work of doing it and yeah. then you don't receive it or reciprocate. Mm. Yeah. <gasps> it's a lot. You know, it's the, a lot. You know, the thing is nobody ever gets to, to, to mad first that's not always the first emotion nine times out of ten when you before you get mad there's hurt involved mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten when there's hurt involved is because there's expectations that weren't met somehow some way whether it's spending time together or doing the argument that expectation was when i'm like this oh my goodness that's out of the what? blue my phone just <laughs> You did that in the middle of my dialogue because you didn't want me to tell the people how you be acting. So you gonna start some music in the middle of my damn dialogue? Y'all watched her do it. That's what I'm talking about. We gonna have an argument tonight because this is what I'm talking about. I was in the middle of something. You gonna interrupt me? <laughs> no, nah, but it's so long winded. It's crazy. That was, crazy. but that be happening to me a lot too. I hate that. Just started talking. That's but, crazy. But a lot of times, um, those expectations aren't met, and that that hurts. Yeah. And then people, everybody lashes out and nobody wants to say, like you said, I'm vulnerable right now. And so what's funny is that it's so obvious after the fact, mm-hmm. but during you can't see it. And we've been doing this for 25 fucking years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, okay, so since we still ain't got that part right. We still ain't got that part right, but it, it, I, I don't I don't get on us that much about it because we are in our 40s well, and, and we argue too, a certain way our whole life and it's just not that easy and we've all we're this is a new type of arguing for us normally when we argue there's a whole lot of other constraints that are were around it mm-hmm. whether it was only you could only do it in 20 minute increments you that's could, great that you said that mm-hmm. i was thinking the same thing and a lot of times you uh don't really get to which might have been a good thing a lot of times because, you know, we knew we had to pay for them phone calls. So it was like, get to the point. <laughs> we ain't just lollygagging yeah, on these phones. For real. Um, but so it kind of would sometimes, I think, minimize the actual fighting because we knew we didn't have a whole lot of time. That's that's an excellent point because I was literally thinking about that last night. And we ain't paying. I'm not paying to be fighting with you. So it was like we talk once and well, we didn't get it together. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. We try again. <laughs> but that's not the only that's not the only thing, though. What I was thinking about last night, in addition to the phone was. When we used to be a visit and we get into a fight, we know that the visit is going to end at eight o'clock mm-hmm. and, and we, we get into each a, other for a, a whole week. And if we get into a fight, we yeah. need to resolve this before you leave. And so, you know how a lot of times we were saying, like, I need a minute. Mm-hmm. We didn't used to have a minute. No, that's the truth. And then when we used to take a minute in the visiting room, time would just go, go by, by and then it'll be like seven thirty. Then we make up, oh, you know what I'm saying? And we regret it. And I think that I honestly think we still on that timeline. When we argue. And that's why sometimes we'd be trying to get it all out because mm-hmm. a lot of times when you argue, you need to take a minute, Yeah, a few minutes. You probably need to take a few breaks during the argument, come back, try it again. If it doesn't work, take a break. We never had that luxury. We don't even know how to fucking do that. Well, and too, you're not, you're, 
you or your personality is like, no, we're going to do it right now. Mm -hmm. You're not really one that's like, well, you're not really a big talker anyway. <laughs> so no. if you are going to talk, you it's not like something you're about to start and stop and like, let's come back to it. You want to mm -hmm. just get it out. And I think sometimes even for me, when like you're really good at being able to be mad or upset and still not forget that your job is to be my husband mm -hmm. and take care of me and like handle stuff for me. But when I'm mad, I don't care who you are. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to look at you. I am mad. Mm -hmm. And right now you are just my mad. Mm -hmm. So the the difference is, is that you are able to still be like, huh? but okay, do you, are you, you're choking? Do you need something? And yeah. I'm just like, choke. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why is because she do be like that, but I ain't scared of her. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times when you ain't scared of somebody, you just be like, come here. I don't give a fuck about he you being mad. It. I don't give a fuck about you being mad. Come here. You need some help. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You need some milk. You remember that? Some milk. Do you remember that? Remember you was choking and I brought no, you some milk and we was mad and you started laughing because Because <laughs> I'm very frustrated. You was mad. Listen, y'all, she gonna tell y'all a story, but it, it, during this argument That's last so week. Funny. She was mad and she was choking on something or something. So I think you had some acid reflux or something. And she was kind of sitting up in the bed. I just got up real quietly, just walked. <laughs> Poured her some milk, came back, handed it to her, turned around and walked out. And I heard her giggle. I heard her giggle. But we was both mad. I just Very kept walking like, whatever. When, when we've had our very first trailer, um, I, of course, damn, damn near brought the whole store. And he Babe did. was eating food he ain't never had before. Real meat, steaks, macaroni and cheese, lobster. Ain't had it in years. H haven't had it in years. And so he ate like he never ate before. And that night, he was having a hard time. I couldn't breathe. He was having a hard time. Like, he was having that really bad, like, gertie yeah, acid reflux. I couldn't digest it. But I, your girl... Mind you, I was so exhausted from just the anticipation of going. So I hadn't slept for like two weeks. Shopping. And then, you know, preparing for everything. And it was like my first time, which we haven't even told you how much work that is, but it's mm -hmm. a lot of work. And so I hadn't slept for probably two days because it was just like our first time going to be alone. So by the time I got done cooking for him, you know, we got there, checked in. I got done cooking for him. We ate. We had done all of our thing. That night, your girl had passed I was so knocked out until he over here choking and coughing from his little acid reflux. No, I was dying. I was on my knees on the ground, y'all. I couldn't breathe, so I rolled off the bed onto the floor. I'm on my knees, elbows on the bed, and I'm I'm doing this, and I couldn't catch a breath. This Negro turned over and looked at me and said, you should go drink some milk, and turned back over and said, I said, oh, my God. Oh my God. First of all, first of all. Oh my God, this nigga just went back to sleep in 2.2 seconds. Stop making it seem like I did not take care of you at all that day. I have been working my tail out taking care of you. I'm not saying you didn't. I'm saying in that instance, you, you told that, me to go get me some milk. In that instance, I barely knew I was awake. Like, I, he, I didn't really even remember that until he described it more in detail the next day. But I do remember him waking up or he woke me up and I was just trying to like give him some kind of a solution. I didn't have the energy to go get that man no milk. <laughs> there was nothing left in me. <laughs> he needs oh, get some milk. <laughs> he needs some milk. Man. That was before that he needs some milk. So then when she was choking, you see how I love her? You see how I love strong, y'all? You see how I do? My God, man. Whatever, dude. Nah, yeah. <laughs> 
but but get back to the get back to the instance though um you know it, it, we we really went through it and we we definitely recognized we were under attack that's not to say that we don't need to acknowledge things that we need to change right doing arguments stuff like that but how it came the way it came the way the levels it rose to we know that's not us and me, we on we embarking on something real strong, real beautiful here, and that will just try to come take it away every single time. Yeah, and that's why, because it is. We know that this is important, and we know that y'all know it's important. The ones y'all that rock with us, y'all been really telling us this week too, mm-hmm. or the last couple of weeks, which we really appreciate. Sh- telling us all the, showing us all this love, and asking us questions, and just telling us what this has meant for you. And so we know that this is what God wants us to do, and of course. When that happens, the devil be like, oh, really? So um, we're not going to let that stop us. We know that the devil is busy and trying to get us to stop this, but we're we're that dedicated Mm -hmm. and committed to making this a legitimate podcast mm-hmm. yeah so he can keep trying he can keep coming but yeah. we ready for him now and best believe he will and oh, the thing will. is we're, we're we're getting hip to a lot of things um that he does and a lot of his tactics because he don't really change his tactics Mm-mm. we got to change ours yes exactly you know what i'm saying and so that's that's what we're willing to do because this relationship is really about love it's about understanding communication and then we're also building on a lot of things since I've been home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That we didn't have, we wasn't afforded a lot of a communication. Now yeah. we're really, really working on it now. You know? Exactly. That's, that's the crazy part. Cause I remember <clears throat> people being like, oh, that, cause I would tell them like, we only get five or 20 minutes. And I remember my brother even being like, you should, you should adopt that. That's actually probably good. And I could see for normal couples where it's like, if you, if you're needing to put some parameters to make sure that it doesn't go too crazy, mm-hmm. I can see that being maybe having things like that built in. But I think to the the other side is because we don't have that restriction, we're still learning how to use all of our talking time mm-hmm. and that we have an abundance of talking time. It took us a long time to even just be calling each other during the day. Remember? Yeah. We would go all day and yeah. call each other because we it was just weird. Like we, we, I don't know what that was. Yeah. It was like this weird disconnect on that we could. Like that we were allowed to and and it wasn't on the specific structured time because mm-hmm. we could just call anytime. I think a lot of times I was waiting for phone time or the, you know, the phone hour. And it was like, that's, there's no such thing anymore. But mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, well, now he's coming home. So I don't need to call him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. was weird. It's, it's weird because institutionalization is, is for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. um, is just like it, it hits you in ways that you don't even realize. Everybody yeah. thinks that it's just about guys not wanting to come home and all that nobody ever thinks about how it affects the loved ones that's been supporting you also because you had a certain mentality about calling me that you had to unlock yourself i really did and i literally was so surprised at how many different areas i was so institutionalized it's still Mm -hmm. still institutionalized and and never spent a day of my life actually incarcerated but just living under the guides of being incarcerated. Well, like, not only that, know, it, not only with, with, with you. The restrictions with, of incarceration. With me, I didn't even like being contacted because I'm so used to not being able to be mm-hmm, reached. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I got this phone that's always ringing. And, and it's not just you. I'm just yeah. saying, period. I just, I, I just did not like it. You still still kind of don't. Like don't. It. <laughs> you still, still don't. don't like it. I if still you don't. get left on red, I'm do gonna not keep it funky. take it personal. <laughs> I'm going to keep it funky. But um, <laughs> there's just certain aspects of it that I had to, I had to come to terms with also. And so, um, just, and then this is another thing, you know, when I grew up, mm-hmm. you know, pops leave house at five in the morning, mm-hmm. 
he probably worked two jobs. He goes to the next job after the first job. He ended up coming home like eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Our parents didn't talk to each other all damn day. I know. That all was... damn day. And that's what I saw. That's what I'm used to. Then I go to the joint and not, you know. Yeah. I'm not. That's just how I was. And well, so it was hard. Well, it's been a hard was transition. So different too. It, yeah, the time is very different. Um, I mean, of course, the last 20 years, technology's blown up. But really, in like the last 10, mm-hmm. it's completely changed. And so... All of that is just new for you to just learn how to use it. But now that it's really required for life yeah, and it just being something that you have to pay attention to. 100%. Yeah. I mean, you had a pager. You ignored that. All the time. <laughs> I just didn't like it. I didn't like he it. He didn't ignore mine, though. No, I didn't. My code was 143. That's what I paged him. Yes, yeah, she did. <sighs> yes, yeah, she did. Not always at the at a good time, but... Listen, yes, she did. You, if you were doing what you're supposed to be doing, nah, I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. But I digress. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of aspects to to uh, arguing, getting your point across. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times when we argue, and that's exactly what we want to do. But if two people talking, somebody's not listening. And we're learning that still. Yeah, we really are. And we're also learning like. Really, we're learning how to identify what the triggers are mm-hmm. that that the other person is doing so then we can make each other aware of that. Because uh, I think that's important. I mean, especially when it's stuff that's coming from like a childhood trauma or something that's just making you f- have this feeling. Mm-hmm. I think for us, it's been really important to know, okay, I'm telling you it's bothering me, but this is why it's bothering me. Mm-hmm. This is what, every time you do that to me, this is what that makes me feel like. Mm-hmm. And I think for for me, that helps me really understand my action more mm-hmm. and how it affects you so that I I think about that before I do it mm-hmm. because I know that my intention is not to make you feel that. Like, I'm mad, but I'm not trying to ever... I don't ever want to hurt you. Like, that. Or I love you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, we talked about that last night. Like, when <laughs> when we have in calm moments, like now, we might just talk about an argument we had two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about something that somebody does and that affects me this way. And then, boom, you have another argument and the same thing happens. So then that feels like disrespect. Mm-hmm. So not only does it is it hurt that we're trying to do, but also we as couples, we need to understand that we're not trying to disrespect each other. But that doesn't mean it doesn't come across that way. Yeah. Know? And I mean, it's important to talk about that to make sure that that's not what's happening, mm-hmm. because um, you might not be realizing you're disrespecting the other person right. because that's not your intention, but what you're actually doing is disrespectful. It could be disrespectful, absolutely. So it's it's important to have the conversations. It's just we've learned that you can't always have them right then. Mm-hmm. They might need to simmer a little bit right. and everybody just like go take a shower, calm it down, and then come and tell me what's and, going on. And as a man, I'm going to tell you right now, I can't be mad and do anything else. If I'm mad... I'm not hungry no more. Yeah. I'm yeah. not about to sit and watch no movie, no show. I'm not about to work on the house. I'm not about to do anything. I'm not about to work at, from home from You're my real job. Doing. I'm just, yeah, I just, that's the only thing that matters. So that is why I'm so adamant. Like, we won't handle this right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because my life stops. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you my wife. You know me as well. You know as well as I do. I don't argue with nobody, never have. Yeah. So you're the only person I've cared about enough to even have an argument with. 
You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I just, I, I can't do anything else and I need to get this off my plate. And it's not to say what you feel and how you feel doesn't matter. I'm saying that's just my mentality. And I'm, I'm right. fighting through <clears throat> considering you in those moments and being like, she might not be, she might not be able to talk about that right now intelligently or get her point across. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for to be able to articulate her point mm -hmm. right now in a way that I can understand. So maybe she needs some time. I'm, I'm learning how to do that, but I, I'm telling you, that's not my first thought. I know. I know it's hard, especially it's just it's all a lot. But we're learning though. We are. So I guess the we're point better. The point is that you know, uh, one thing the devil knows is our weaknesses. Oh, so yeah. that's what he attacks. That's what he exploits, and that's what he did last week. Mm -hmm. And we sitting up here doing the podcast with y'all. So how y'all think that came out? You know? Yeah, yeah victorious. We won, we won that. Yeah, we did. And and the thing is, I remember when you said we failed. After we was we was talking and I told you I said no we fell like F E L L he fell down mm -hmm. you did say that we didn't we didn't we didn't F A I L you know what I'm saying there's a difference because I don't want you ever thinking that we failed in this relationship we don't I love you you love me we're gonna do our thing no matter what mm -hmm. you know even after argument like I'm gonna take care of you. I know you do. I'm gonna rub them little bruises that you had. I didn't give them to her, y'all. Oh, cause I fell down the stairs. After the argument, she <laughs> fell down the damn stairs. That's why she was saying I took care of her because I fell down the row, stairs, y'all. On the dog. On the dog. Honestly, the dog I think <laughs> saved me because I only had one bruise and it was on the other arm. It's weird. Like I fell on this side and I had no scratches and I had no lump. I had a bruise on this arm, and I think it's because Munchie, I fell more on him than he fell on me. Because mm. at first I thought, I had told the story like, and Munchie fell on me too, we fell down the stairs. But then I'm like, but I would have been way more battered mm -hmm. if he fell on me, and I felt, I think I fell on him down yeah. the stairs. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so he kind of, yeah, yeah, padded the fall. But yeah, then I fell, and I, I'm having a, okay, so you mad. And then they cuss someone out, and then you gotta ask them to help you <laughs> help me up. Listen, listen, you Talk laying, about humble. You was laying in the bed. You was laying in the bed, and we was both mad. And I'm just standing there. She's laying on her side. Now all her her thigh, and I oh. think your your butt. Yeah, your thigh all and your my butt whole, hurt. And under the under thigh. So I'm rubbing it lovingly, but I'm looking like this. <laughs> Listen, y'all, and I know why I'm doing it. I look silly, but that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? And you don't even see it because you you're, you turned I'm the other way. Like, yeah. Well, then I'm like, you know, I knew I was hurt, but I didn't want to really tell them I'm hurt because I'm still mad. So I don't want you to think I need you. Mm -hmm. So I had to get in our bed. We got this new bed and it's hella high. Oh, oh, <laughs> watching you get in that bed. Now listen. So, so normally I have to put my knee on it because I'm not very tall and then <laughs> over into the bed. That's normally my night. Well, I couldn't really do that because I was in so much pain and I had to just kind of like waffle my body. Into you ain't waffle nothing, you roll. <laughs> she did a damn roll, y'all. Do you ever seen somebody walk up to a bed and think about how they gonna get in it. Like, <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm laying there looking at you like, how this fool walk in this damn bed? And then you just did like this, you looked at it and said, huh, and just rolled in. I was like, damn. I did like a huh, yeah, and it was, turned it, it was too much. Oh, it was too much. It was too much, but um, we came through it. And that's not to say that we won't have arguments that we won't be disappointed in in the future. But yeah. at the same time, just know that Black people love, we love hard. Yeah. We fight, we fight hard. That's part of it. It never has to be the end of the relationship, though. If you really love each other and you want to communicate, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you want to be, do better, you can be better after argument. And that, that's the one worse. thing I always know about Pookie, y'all, is that like we'll be arguing and I know during that argument that his the goal is that we're not arguing anymore because it's not like, ah, oh, I don't want to be with her no more. Or, oh, she's so stupid. It's always like, okay, so what? how are we fixing it? It's mm. always a, so now what? And sometimes, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, over there being like, I'm going to leave him. Yeah, yeah. You don't but you like just that. be, you be like just in your head, like, is what is this? Is this going to be our problem? Is this going to be one of the things? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be the thing? Yeah, don't he don't think that. think that. He no. always is ready to go in and like, let's figure it out. Yeah. Which I love because sometimes I'm I be waiting for him to be like I don't like you no more. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I don't say that is because you're my girl. You're so cute. Don't uh, say I try that. to be cute. I try to be cute right there. Y'all. I ain't gonna that ain't my style. I try it. He knows he gets me with that every time. But um, but yeah, it was it was it was a hard week. Well, it wasn't a hard week. It was a hard like couple of days. Yeah, it was a hard to get through that. Days. But we better for it now. And and we still here. We still motherfucking. Here. And we gonna keep coming back because, like we said, this is till the motherfucking wheels fall, fall off. off. Seriously, shoot, we don't come this far. Goddamn right. We got the good part now. Well, that's the thing, though. You know, a lot of people who might have done as much time we've done together and been together as long we have, they'd be like, well, we're just going to stay together because we've been together this long. And we, neither one of us has that mentality. No, we If this relationship is ever not healthy, if it's not, oh, yeah, if it's not sure. you know, conducive to us being happy and, and living a long, we've always life, said that. We, yeah, we, we, we will part ways, but that ain't mm-hmm. going to ever happen because I love the fuck out of I don't want you with me out of obligation. Nah, I never and, and I ain't going to be with you out of obligation. I appreciate that. Yeah, I respect you too much. Yeah, I thank you for that. Well, you ready to wrap this up? I'm ready to wrap this up, y'all. Well, y'all, y'all feel like you got what you came here for? Because if you did, I, I need to know why you ain't subscribed yet. That's what I need to know. Mm-hmm. Tell, ask the people, why ain't you subscribed? Go ahead and click the button. It's the red one. Mm -hmm. That will make sure that you get every video that we put out and you get it right when we do. Make sure you click the button and the bell. Mm -hmm. And then leave your girl and your boy a comment. Mm -hmm. Y'all, when we tell you our goal is to make this a legitimate podcast, we mean that. Mm -hmm. In order for that to happen, we got to show them that people really want to watch this podcast and that they're interested. So it would help us so much if y'all could just... Let us know what your highlight from the episode was. Let us know if we didn't maybe uh, answer a question fully and you have a follow-up question. Or just write down there like, Candace, Creed, we love y'all. Give us some love down there. We really appreciate that. Um, If there's something that we missed on y'all, let us know that too. Yes. Because we're going to keep it funky with you no matter what. Absolutely. So we would appreciate that. And then again, if you can share the content, we all know that we know somebody who maybe has been in or getting out or hopefully not going in. But if, if you know anybody that's been affected, great. But also, listen, look at this. Yeah. Black love. Yeah. We love each other. We working on it. We trying to be good here and make this work. So yeah. if you got anybody that might be interested in that, please share the podcast. 100%. So, y'all, do us that favor, and we will continue to show up every week with y'all and provide you with some great content. But until next time, we want to wish y'all love, peace, and hair grease. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you the next time. Thanks for joining us, y'all. Thanks, guys. Yay, yay. Bye. Peace.